Welcome to the Black Wolf 1230's podcast. I am Black Wolf 1230. This is a platform, uh, which is, in other words, a haven, a sanctuary, a resting spot, um, a podium for wolves and sheep, both together, to listen, look, and learn, and not be judged purpose is to bring opposites together, to bring, uh, basically when I say opposites, let's just say the polarities, uh, when you think of black, you think of white, when you think of up, you think of down, so, and that's what it is to learn from each other, uh, the whole purpose is, it's done by, uh, we go by, uh, Three variables. These variables are relationship, evolution, and music. Short code, short name, code name, acronyms, the initials are REMs. REMs are also known in the medical profession as rapid eye movement. Rapid eye movements are usually calibrated and observed by scientists, physicians, psychoanalysts as far as uh, for PTSD the reason why is because the body uh, and the mind it subconsciously partakes in high energy and frequency activities and it's usually represented through the eyes um, so when people go and they do sleep studies sleep sleep they have sleep disorders that's the first thing they look at they uh, um, not like the first thing they look at, but that's the most visible sign that a person is having a nightmare or a dream. Um, so, um, in saying so, uh, we focus on the facets of love. The reason why we focus on the facets of love, and I'm, and I'm bringing it to you, I'm, I'm giving you the origin on exactly how and why this evolution is taking place and you're becoming a witness to it. This is why, okay? The the most powerful weapon and the most and the most power that man can have is called love. Okay? So the thing about love is is that love Man is born to naturally, he has a nature and a spirit and a soul. When he, the moment he breaks the veil, the veil is what is in, 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 in my spiritual aspects is the veil is the vagina, the, 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 the gateway from heaven to earth where the female is divine, the mothership. Let me just say this, my, uh, I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna say exactly about, I'm gonna say about five years ago, um, I was in, uh, I was living in uh, Akron, Ohio, and my aunt said, you know what? She said, you know what, boy? Think about it. 
my children their first home on this earth was me. And I said, you know what, Auntie? You're right. I was like, I've always, uh, how can I say, uh, visualized that. You know, the gateway, the spaceship, the vessel is by way of the woman in her womb. So, um, so not only that, uh, man is engulfed in water. In my spirituality, water is wisdom. Knowledge and wisdom. The difference between knowledge and wisdom is knowledge is the basically no mental. Uh, wisdom is basically experience physically and psychologically. So, by application. Now, what we're saying is the reason, let, let me just say this right. Uh, as you all know that uh, I'm working on my ascension. My ascension consists of one's extension, ascension, is calibrated and measured by the amount of light within that person's soul. The light comes from the sun. The sun comes from the universe. And the universe comes from God. This is my spirituality. So light is the same thing as having water. There's a uh, song. Um, there's a... Uh, gosh, I can't remember the name. But I have it on my playlist. It says... Um, the moon does not wait for the water or the tide water to cast its reflection. Reflection is light. Okay. So, uh, my uh, six entities or six angles that uh, I myself been working on because um, I'm trying to return myself back to society and be productive. It's God, universe, the light. The Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Okay? So, in doing so. So, um, let's just say, um, So that's the purpose of this podcast. That's it. Not to become rich. Not to become famous. Because more than likely, if you listen to this, more than likely, if you access the internet, uh, my uh, presence and the how can I say, in the meta world, in the metasphere, it's already known. You know, I'm just broken famous. So, in saying that, right, we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about, um, 
black things for us me being productive and oh don't I coffee break I will get the name of the song I forgot the name of it um, um, but, I, but I'll definitely get it um, let me just uh, let me just explain something to you I am no stranger to the industry one um, I was blessed to um, share the same stage with Tupac Shakur I was blessed to be in the presence of people like Bismarcky a Baltimore group called New Marks and etc etc BDP but it wasn't BDP it was just KRS this was after Scott LaRock died as I go on go on go on I mean and I talk to homies from my clique and they're 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 open my eyes to see presence of X, DMX, presence of Biggie, you know, you know, because during that time is when I was uh, working my way through the industry and to the industry. Um, a lot of them New York boys spend a lot of time down here. Uh, they came down, if they didn't have a car, they rented U-Hauls. Hey, yo, it's coffee time. Okay, the song that I was talking about as far as the light and water is called Moon and Water. It's by uh, a group called The Underworld. Yeah, so, all right. So, in the REMs, uh, as far as the music, check. So, we, we took off the M, the C, the E, R. I can't remember what I talked about. Uh... Oh, okay. Uh, the relationships is okay. Relationships, um, they would say the industry relationships. Uh, um, let, 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 let's, let, yeah. Let, let's start, let's, let's get the RS part on this situation. Um, uh, when I had, uh, began my, uh, walk to the industry uh, I was uh, basically influenced by three people uh, really four okay we're gonna say four. we're gonna say four we're gonna say five and the reason why is because we can't forget the DJ and let me just say I'm guilty Today, because during that time, deep, you know, you know, the DJ was basically the unsung hero, um, and I find like how the evolution. Okay, that's the E part. Most, uh, I find that okay, that now that they, we got a technological uh, world now, as far as. Um, the DJ's role has been decreased. 
um, uh, by streaming, etc., etc. Uh, the 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 obsolescence. I don't even know that's a word, but the obsolescence of vinyl, scratch, you know, stuff like that. Um, uh, so the records uh, were evolved into CDs, CDs, um, and then a machine was made where you could actually, you could scratch CDs. I've, I've seen that. So. So we did, we, we did the music, we did the evolution of DJ-isms. <laughs> so, um, so I have to really work on that now because the thing is, is that, you know, when I uh, work on my music and I go on places like YouTube and I do my playlists, you know, I have been forgetting the significance of the DJ. And, um, 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 there's a, uh, so, and I'm gonna start paying attention to you, you know. Um, so, all right. Now let's get back to the situation of walking to the industry. Uh, day after day, let me just say this. I had, uh, I was given my first big break by a uh, manager and promoter. His name was, his name is, uh, put it this way. He has a company called AJ Productions. I'm gonna say his name because you know what I'm saying he's still he's still working in the business. Uh, he was he was the first person really to put pop on the stage. His name is Anthony Jettis. and the reason why I'm saying his name is because he was my coach, put me in coach. Um, um, so uh, Baltimore. Basically, uh, uh, he got um, he 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 was responsible for Mario from Baltimore. So a lot of these dudes, I had totally forgot that we all was in the same um, family. We're gonna say family, and the reason why I'm gonna say family is because. I saw something online and it woke me up out of the middle of my sleep last night. It resonated with me for some reason. And I knew it was, it was, I heard uh, Jay-Z's and Beyonce's song um, called Feud. And then it says, if, the family's feud. No one wins if the family's feud. That's powerful. That's powerful. In doing so, it made me meditate a little bit deeper and I was shown by the light that um, 
one, you, one cannot pick their relatives. They are predestined. But one can pick, pick their families, can choose who and what their families are. So I started thinking, right? And my set, Boys Most Wanted, Baltimore's Most Wanted, the BMW set, they were my family. And what made me um, get into that deeper um, revelation was 50 as in 50 Cent said, he said, uh, Ron, again, and, and it's been resonating with me. He said, he says, um, Ron, where was I going to run to? If I was going to run home, I was going to run down to nobody. So I ain't run. Man, it was like an epiphany. The thing is, is that if I ran, if I was to run and run home, my uh, parent and, you know, my sibling was there, but I was still lonely and by myself. So run, run home to what? I've been running away from home since age one. <laughs> As I told y'all before, the only reason why I came back home is because I was not able to change my diaper. I have a stickler about that to where when I got shot up and we were waiting for the ambulance. After I got shot, shot, shot in the arm and shot in the eye. <laughs> the light told me to go to the bathroom. So I went to the bathroom to take a dump because just in case, if I didn't live, I didn't want to be, uh, uh, shamed in my own shit. Cause you know, I, I seen a lot of people get killed and I seen a lot of people slowly die. And the first thing that goes is basically their bowels. The last thing to go is their breath, their chest. <laughs> so, um, back to what I was saying, I can't remember. Um, like I said, um, AJ gave me my first, uh, gave me my first start. From there, uh, a radio commercial was produced. I can't remember. It was 1400 AM or 1360 AM, WEBB. It was WEBB or WWIN. That was a Baltimore station. I was given my second. The second person who gave me that chance was um, for the radio station was his name was Mac James. Mac James, Mr. Mac, Mr. James was basically, um, he was a custodian in the projects uh, during the day, but he was a DJ at night. And um, so, hey, coffee break.
Welcome back. So, uh, before I got with the BMW crew, I had, uh, I was with a home crew, which was, uh, they were called the LA All-Stars. Stands for the Lafayette All-Stars, as in Lafayette Projects that was on the east, in, on the east side. BMW crew was, was basically, uh, were west side boys. So, what made me, uh, venture off to the west side is because when the LA All-Stars was forming they always wanted to put me in a back scene and when I mean real world that's what goes on today I mean people just like that with me today (laughs) like you know I'm supposed to stand in the back and watch you shine and I'm supposed to bend my life. I don't have a problem with watching you shine, right? She ain't stopping my light, homie. So what I'm saying is, and, and we, we, we're, gonna, we're gonna say this, right? In my spirituality, it says in a good book, the Holy Father says, a prophet, and I'm not calling myself a prophet. Remember, I'm humble. A prophet is not accepted upon his own lane. So the reason why them niggas was doing what they were doing down there from LA All-Stars because, you know, we were raised with each other. You know, that, that was my lane. So they figured they could, you know, put me in the back of the line up, give me what they want because the thing is, is that their family was close to my family. They knew I was the type of dude to sit there and my mother was abusing me. You know, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you something, right? What the most embarrassing moment of being abused was when my mother beat my ass with a fishing rod. And when she beat my ass with a fishing rod, I had um, got thrown through the screen door. project saw that shit. When they saw that shit and they were laughing and they made fun of me, that sparked something up in me, right? See, because I got my ass wet because I wasn't telling my father. I was loyal to my dad. Can you imagine getting beaten with a fishing rod? With them, with them wires coming out of it. And um, uh, there's hooks just like loops. Mm-hmm. So my body was all mocked up. And uh, my mother wet my ass so bad, y'all. I fell through our screen door. And I got teased for it, right? I ain't gonna lie, it affected me, and I'm just thinking about it just now. I, I had never dug this up. I mean, I have selected memory. I just, I remember what I want to remember, and I retain what I want to retain. That's why certain people from the industry, big name stars that I was in the present of, I forgot that <laughs> we sat at the same table because. 
I was heartbroken from because I did not venture out in the industry. So, and let me just say this, and then I'm gonna get that on top. The reason why I didn't complete my walk in the industry is because, I'm gonna tell you like this, I was watching, um, I was reading, no, LL made a statement, which is LL Cool J made a statement, right? And this motivational um, web uh, site, he says, um, he says, how a man makes his mistake is, is that he's so busy uh, chasing after the woman that he forgets what his purpose is. He forgets to put in the work for his purpose. So what happens is, is that he's supposed to basically feed and strive for his purpose and then the woman will come naturally. That was an epiphany. And that's what happened with you. Uh, I would get to a certain level and I would have, I would start having relationships and these relationships were not geared to help me or support me, it was to hold me back. So, um, I mean, I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you how, how correct that is. You know, my last relationship, my last relationship, my girlfriend, she was not my most recent relationship. She was 11 years younger than I was, right? That I, young, 11 years younger than I am. I've always had, uh, I've always had younger women, and what I mean as far as, uh, not that I always had, what I mean, I don't mean no mine. What I meant is, is that I've always had, I was always, I've always been young for my age, vital, energized. So I attracted younger women. You know, I was broke, so I wasn't a sugar daddy. You know. <laughs> I'm laughing, right? I used to, uh, <laughs> these little young girls was off the hook, right? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you two instances. I had, uh, one time I was going down my mother's house, right? And I saw this fat little girl, you know, she was about uh, 26. And I say little girl, but she was a woman, right? So I just was looking at her, right? Turned around, looked at her ass. I said, my God. She turned around and looked at me. She said, hey, Pops. <laughs> <laughs> like one of them, hey, Pops, like you better be careful. Your old ass gonna have a heart attack fucking with this, all right? Because she was looking at me and I was looking at her and I said, shit. But like I said, I'm self-conscious about looking at asses and shit like that. You know, you know. Like I'm not supposed to, but the world can. Anyway, 
And then the other one, um, I'm gonna tell you right. <laughs> one day I was getting on the subway. And let me just say this, right? Anyone who's walking around thinking that they are the smartest person in the room, you need to check that, right? Because I was always taught that a fool is a person who thinks they're the smartest person in the room, right? So what happened was, I got on the subway, right? And let me just say this, right? We got wolves up here in Baltimore, you hear me? Especially the young generation, they, they basically evolved on their own, smart. I don't know if it's technology, that phone or whatever, but the things that they've learned in, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say at least 22 years of their life, they learned in 20 years took me, I'm gonna say 45 years. They are very enlightened. So, and like I said, some of these kids are the sons of my brothers. You see? So, <laughs> I get on the subway, right? <laughs> So, about three of those little niggas got up on a uh, subway and shit. See, I can't get into too far in depth, but they are—they uh, basically family, little homies, right? And I looked at them. They looked at me, right? <laughs> Like, we watching you, oh. And the reason why I say that is because them little homies will help keep me in line as much as they could, you know what I mean? Because one thing is, is that when you've been in the presence of people with light, you're kind of cautious on the way you act and the, and the way you want to bring shame about yourself. And what I mean is, it could be sh- shit from the corner. It could be substance substance abuse. It could be, you know, it could be uh, just shame and embarrassment that you can bring upon yourself and your existence. So, they looked at me and I looked at them and I, So, in doing so, right, the little young, and she said, uh, she was about, she was about, I'm going to say about 22. She said, damn, props come on, this motherfucker, like, he Iron Man, this motherfucker, like, Iron Man, right? (laughs) 
I'm laughing, right? Because these little young girls are so vocal now. It's like, you know, like, I'm gonna say this, right? My generation of chicks Average chick couldn't handle the dick. I'm being honest. But this younger generation, I'm gonna say 23 on up, are well equipped. Okay, got some shit for your ass. So, um, the thing is, is that. I always knew that I cannot establish a relationship. And if it's not a potential of being in love, and that's what I mean as far as casual relationship with a younger generation, couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Because I was very cautious and I was very concerned that, you know, you don't want to scar. I didn't want to scar these, these, these young ladies or whatever, this and that. <laughs> Trust me. Because I could fuck some shit up. Mentally. So, speaking of love, right? So, I stayed within my generation and probably, I'm going to say about three or four years. I'm gonna say at the most uh, about uh, five years younger. So, um, speaking of love, we're gonna um, resume this tomorrow. I want you to know I love you. Excuse me. I also want you to know that I need to love you. Cause my love on you allows me to love me a little bit more. Cause the thing is, is that I'm learning, I had to learn the difference between love and care. Every creature comes out the womb is, is DNA to love, but not every creature. Is DNA to care. There's a difference. People can say they love you all day. Don't mean nothing unless they're showing you they care. It's a thin line between what? Love and hate. You never hear it's a thin line between care and not care. Okay. So, love y'all. Enjoy your weekend. And remember, stay peaced up. Thank you for listening. Don't forget the after party, Careless Prisms on Spotify. K A Y L A apostrophe S. Prisms. P R I Z M S. Y'all take care.
Question. 
President. 